Merry Christmas, friends, and welcome to the Citizen ATX Podcast. We are here finishing up our series, Get Behind Me, Santa. And since we've been dealing with so many heavy topics over the past couple of weeks, we wanted to, you know, bring it down a notch, so to speak. And so today, Jonathan Spencer here with me on the mic. Hey, Jonathan. Hey, Dr. Gillum. And then we also have our producer, Carlos Jordan, and our director of communication, Lauren Ortiz, with us here in the room. And so they have been helping give us good wisdom as we've been putting together this broadcast. And I do want to say that we are very thankful to them and for the work that they've done in putting together this podcast. They do a lot of the behind the scenes work for us on this. And so it's always great to have a team and a family, and we are glad for them to be a part of that. So, And Carlos just saluted. That's great. All right. Mm-hmm. So on the note of going with more lightheartedness this year, and much in the, much in the uh, spirit of how my daughter sings uh, Jingle Bell's Batman Smells, right? <laughs> We're going to talk about some of our favorite Christmas picks and lists. We're going to do some top five lists. And you know what? There was another list on here because Jonathan kind of cheated and wrote his list down earlier today, and I had to do mine kind of on the fly. I'm going to add another category in here. Okay. So I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm gonna, okay. we'll, we'll, bring, we'll bring it on later on in the thing. Um, but we're gonna what we're going to do is we're going to walk through because we're you know super spiritual people <laughs> and very important you know influencers and all that like. Um, we are going to talk about some of our Christmas favorites with you and. Um, we hope that you enjoy it. We, ho- I, I, you know, I personally hope that you identify much better with my lists than Jonathan's because mine possible. are correct and the ones that everyone. I make. bet your list is going to be stuff things like things people have never heard of. That's you're not always true. such like a hipster into all the indie stuff. I bet you're going to name five movies no one's heard of. That is absolutely not true. Okay, well, right? I'm looking forward to it then. Maybe, maybe this is one. Be good. Maybe one that nobody's ever heard. Okay, of. Okay, yeah, exactly. But my it, family's heard of it. All right. Okay, exactly. So, okay, let's start with this first list. First list, Jonathan is top five Christmas movies. So we, we're gonna talk about here really quickly, list out what the, what not our fa- top five favorite movies are, but what are the top five exactly. best movies. So Jonathan, you wanna go first with your number five? Yeah, do you wanna go back and forth through them? Let's go or back and forth, okay. I, I, can, I can dig it. All right, that. so my number five, often overlooked Christmas movie by many, but the only true action thriller <laughs> of a Christmas movie which is Die Hard Bruce uh, Willis. Yeah. That is a top five no-brainer I in mean, my abso- book. Absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, uh, it's not Christmas Eve until uh, Hans Gruber falls from Nakatomi Tower, right? I agree. John McClane <laughs> brings in the Christmas spirit, and if you or if you disagree, you just don't have the holiday spirit in you. I don't know what to say. It's a, it's a great action classic, and there's no other category for yeah, it. No, no. I mean, I, I have no problems with that. This is starting off non- that's argumentative good. I'm glad to me. We're on the, same the, page. The, the, the movie starts off with Christmas music. I exactly. mean, it, and the whole thing's based around a Christmas party. And the main line. Uh, you I, can't I, say that. Just stop. Not into the main line. Yeah. But there is a funny one where it goes, ho, 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 now I have a gun. He so, does I mean, say that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> He's pretty funny. Okay, so that's your number five. Uh, my number five is a old Christmas classic, It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, <sighs> it's hard to argue because it is a classic. Don't you know me, Mary? I'll potter you old Spider. <laughs> Historically, it might belong on the list, but it bores me. Honestly, I can't. Oh, I can't. Watch. It's, one, it's like a one 
one and done in my book. Jimmy I've seen Stewart. it, but I'm, I'm done. I have no reason to go watch it Man, again. Jimmy Stewart is like the best. And I mean, every time I watch that, I'm like, oh, I forgot that the gym floor opens into a pool. And I yeah. I forgot that uh, I forgot all the rest of the movie. I know? forgot too. I've seen it once. Yeah. But, so but there you go. It, yeah, I mean, but it felt good the one time. It's always so. like new. Okay, so number four. What's number, number four, four another Christmas classic starring an action star, but it is not an action movie. And that is Jingle All the Way Man. featuring the Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> and Sinbad, I yeah. might add, who often gets overlooked. We shouldn't have picked this category because uh, that's my number four is also. Is it really? Yeah. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I thought our list would be way off. I mean, that is a classic. I it, mean, it's good. I mean, you talk about put that cookie down now. I mean, oh, it's that, man. Right? And Phil Hartman in <laughs> yeah. it, too. I mean, there's just so many just great actors in yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, I find myself all the time saying ta-ta turtle man and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, it's it, no, it's a it's a great... And Lauren is like furrowing her brow. Lauren, have you even ever seen Jingle Way? How? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so we were talking earlier, friends, that, you know, there are a lot of bad overgeneralizations in this world, but it's true that young people are terrible, okay? I mean, like, come on. Jingle all the way. Don't watch Jingle All the Way 2 with Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, not not the same thing. No. It, it ended poorly. But oh, the first gosh. one, classic. All Top right. five. Let's go number three. What's your number three? All right. This one I feel like is going to be on your list as well, but it is a classic. Growing up, we'd watch it. It's on TBS for 24 hours in mm. a row. It is The Christmas Story nope. featuring Little Ralphie. He's not, that's not on your top it's five. It's not on my top five. And I'm going to tell you, classic. it's actually because of the TBS thing. Oh, like, but I love that. Oh, I'm like, come on, guys. You're playing the same movie over and over and I over loved it. Again. You always would watch it every Christmas. You just turn it on yeah. there, and you're going to get it. Well, it's and awesome. I, I always get freaked out when the little kids start snorting mashed potatoes up his nose. That just <laughs> grosses me out. Oh, oh, it's disgusting. It's a good one. And true fact, neither Carlos nor Lauren have watched that movie. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, really, I think we should have them on the microphones because we that, they would have the Billy Eilish Christmas special or some garbage like that. A Hanson Christmas. Uh, How about Hanson that? Christmas. Ugh. All right. No, okay. So my number, num- three? my number three is Christmas Vacation starring That's Chevy a good Chase. One. That's a good one. I mean, having the RV, that, that is an RV. <laughs> I mean, my, my, my favorite quote from it is actually whenever... Uh, uh, cousin Eddie says to him, uh-huh. "Are you surprised to see me, Clark?" And his and Clark's response is, "Eddie, I wouldn't be more surprised if I woke up tomorrow morning with my head sewn to the carpet." That's you a know. good line. <laughs> I, I like that movie. I can respect that at number three. It would have been outside, probably around six or seven for me. But I can, I can, oh, I wow. can live with that. It, it did not make my top five, but it doesn't mean I don't you like put, that movie. But that's so much more our generation than Christmas Story. I, Christmas Story is just kind of. It's a classic. It's, it's like a, a classic. It's a classic, and my top two definitely are better than. All right, all right. So, so let's hear number two then. So my my number two is a classic. It is the movie of what I would call our generation. It's Home Alone. Macaulay Culkin. It has I to be in the think top about five. Home Alone. Well, then you missed because when I watched that movie, I was probably I don't know how old I was five, uh-huh. six, seven. I was little, uh-huh. and it was a classic. It was like every child's dream come true. Yeah, to to, was, to murder the adults. To be thing. Home Alone. <laughs> And do whatever you want. It was it was amazing. It was just such a hilarious movie. Changed the world. Well, here's my problem. I think is that I almost never watched that movie at Christmas time. Really? Like I, I usually, when I was a kid, I would just watch the scene where he was brutally injuring those two men 
without like I cut out all the whole rest of the movie. I just like to see the carnage, you know. I still watch it every year. Oh, I man. watch it with my kids. It's a classic. Yeah. Number two in my books. Well, my number two is one that you probably have not ever seen. It's the, Here we go. the Garfield Christmas. You ever seen that one? I the cartoon? Know, I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, it's so funny. And I mean, if you weren't born in the night, if you weren't a kid in the nineties, you it doesn't make any difference. I, I I thought it was it's something my my sister is actually obsessed with and has to watch it every Christmas. <laughs> see, that was a um, Matt Gillum pick right well, there. Yeah, that was yeah. a Matt Gillum. Hey, pick. I mean the the movie movie starts with John putting about out a bunch of Christmas lasagnas for Garfield, you know, and so it's like, <laughs> hey, lasagna and Christmas, it's meant to be together. Okay, number one then, John. Number one. I've already told you what my number one was, which was Die Hard. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. my number one is the funniest Christmas movie, in my opinion, starring one of the funniest comedians of our generation. It's Elf featuring Will Ferrell. The greatest Christmas movie of all time, Man, but that, hands down. Again, that's almost not even a Christmas movie to me. Even How, though it's he's all an around. elf. He's literally an elf. <laughs> How's that not a Christmas movie? I just, I don't know. Like, I just, I've never really, it's never really been a part of my Christmas it watching season. It has everything. Man. It has humor. <laughs> it has romance. It has drama. I mean, I'm having a hard time arguing with it. Because oh, I, again, it's I didn't so think of, funny. But I, I think it like, it came out so late that it was after my child it was after it was after my it, it was like in, when I was in right. college or something yeah so out. I mean I it, it's it's to me kind of like watching Talladega Nights or one of those other ones it's like I was I thought this was funny when I was in college but oh I mean no. I guess it's the same way like some people like love the veggie tales and I didn't watch that stuff when I was a kid and like uh, you, know you know what Matt you're an angry elf. That's what you are. That is <laughs> one of the elf. funniest movies. Oh, my but gosh. Shame that, on you. Go watch it. I will it. say, my favorite line from that movie is where they're in the mailroom, and he says, hey, this place is like Santa's workshop, except it smells like mushrooms, and everybody looks like they want to hurt me. Yes, that's <laughs> what I mean. The whole movie's full of those. It's so good. All right. Well, I'm, I'm a little bit ashamed because I don't think that that list was that controversial and that much argument. No. Because, I mean, it, it is hard to really hate Christmas movies. I think here's one audible I'm going to call here. Let's do the your least two favorite Christmas movies. Because oh, least. I'm going to tell you my number. Now, let's just do most. Let's just do the one, the worst Christmas movie. <laughs> not not just worst. I mean, we're the not worst. talking like actual like where it's just a terrible movie and nobody. I'm going to say the worst Christmas movie ever made is White Christmas. I've never even seen that. Oh, I hate that movie. Oh, it's horrible. They're singing most of the time about stuff that's not even... It's weird. And, like, people will watch that over and over again every Christmas. It makes me insane. I can't stand it. I I can't speak to that one, but I would say the worst Christmas movie is just any Hallmark movie just fill in the blank they're all, they're all the same they're all the same so just fill in the blank with one title Lauren and, just walked out all, of the room they're, they're all the worst so I don't I don't know what that movie's called but I've seen it because they're all the same and I see them every year but, oh, but that, that's mine yeah but, I mean, but it's a compelling story of a veterinarian who just no. couldn't find love and uh, <laughs> oh, oh. does make you want to throw up a little I'm bit cringing. right? I'm right Okay, so that that was our movies list. Let's talk to our next one, which I don't know how. This will be interesting to see how this turns out because, you know, Lauren's list was almost exactly the same as mine on this so far. So, Jonathan, you start this one. We're going to talk top five Christmas treats. Well, and I might suggest, can I just rattle these off? I'll I'll pause between them, but I feel like the treats, they'll be more visual to maybe (laughs) maybe just get through the list and just think through the menu. All right, I'll think through the menu. Think through the menu before you offer the full critique. Now, we Mm -hmm. said the word treat, not dessert. So I included beverages. I okay. don't know if that was breaking any rules. I've got a beverage on there, too. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Well, so at my number five, I started with a tasty Starbucks peppermint 
mocha oh, latte. Man, that is delicious. There's not even coffee delicious. in that. Delicious. That's why you love it. Oh. It's all syrup and all whipped cream, and it uh, screams Christmas. White, white chocolate is not Christmas. chocolate. It, it, it is a lie, friends. It screams Christmas. <sighs> Starbucks peppermint mocha uh, latte number five. Oh man, it's like hey, here, uh, here's here's a cup of nest. How about eight dollars for that? Well, Come on, I'll I'll take Ugh. them all. You can buy me two if you want. Jeez. So num- number four, mm. I kept on the beverage train, and I don't have a specific one. I just put eggnog. Eggnog. I love eggnog. Yeah. Eggnog of all kinds of different flavors and types. I could drink it. It's about four hundred calories per glass. So I don't you know, can't man. Take too many, but that's the kind of kind of treat that you think this like kind of weird guy with a mustache would be drinking in the corner. <laughs> like, I, I, I it's it. like. Who, I mean, what are you from 1963? Oh, like, it's so I mean, good. It's so ugh. it's like it's almost like a syrup, but it's also kind of milky. You're, but even it's, just the, the calling drinking something called nog, there's something wrong. with I don't that. even know what nog is, but ugh. it's delicious, ugh. and I I love it. That is number four eggnog. It's a walking heart attack, is what that is. Well, ugh. from there I moved from the beverage train. Now that I've hit my hot my and my cold. I went to more of the snack items, which at number three I put peppermint bark, which huh? I think is a Christmas classic. I have no problem with that. I put that as my number three, but. With a mm-hmm. caveat, there uh-huh. has to be chocolate in it. Yes, too. I agree. Not just straight up, like you know those people who do that atrocities of just straight up peppermint. It's no. like why? What's even the point a, of this? A proper like, proper peppermint bark has to have the white chocolate, and I would say dark chocolate. Dark balance. chocolate, not yes. white chocolate. Yes. White chocolate is an atrocity. No, all right, I agree. The two Ugh. should be sandwiched together. Thin no, layer, no. Thin, thin layer dark, heavier layer white, no. with the peppermint on top. Why that would is, you ruin it? That's that's a classic Ugh. bark. That's a classic bark. But okay. I'll eat any of them. My number three is not your number three then, because mine is only dark chocolate. <laughs> Peppermint bark. That, get that's that, not that's get not that garbage. Peppermint out of here. bark is white for right. the record, like snow All and right. Christmas. Ugh. Number three, staying on the white treat note. I put Christmas <laughs> divinity. 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 Christmas divinity. Have you had Christmas divinity? I, I, I have. I, I just don't. I don't know. I don't. It's, it's I, weird. It's weird, but I love it, and it's Christmas. It's like the one time you get it well, is like this getting, time of year. Hit in the face with a bunch of powdered sugar. Is What's what it, wrong with that? It's, I mean, it's, it's delicious. Just, there's no. There's no. And it's it's no. sticky. It's mm-hmm. filling. It's mm-hmm. it's delicious. And it is Christmas through no. and through. So uh, divinity not, at number that's two. It's not even a Christmas thing. It's like from the South. It's like a, but they only do it at Christmas. You drink it with like sweet tea and stuff, right? No, I don't know what people you're hanging out with. I, I, I didn't. I don't take it with sweet tea. Look, it's sweet I, enough. Yeah. Okay. But you, you know how I feel. Anyway, okay, go, it has go a little ahead. pecan on top. It's perfect. And then at number one, I will put. And this is kind of a, an abstract one. I didn't put a specific. I just put Christmas fudge. And the reason why is I don't discriminate in fudge, but around Christmas, people make lots of fudge, whether it's regular, it could be mint, it could be white chocolate raspberry. Ah. Just to me, if you're going to bring a tin full of fudge of your own liking, that is a Christmas treat in my book. I mean, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's like... Hey, here's a bunch of chocolate, and <laughs> what's hey, wrong with that? You can, eat, you, can, you can eat one bite of this, and then you feel like death. I mean, come on, I, uh, I don't know. Maybe you're just too soft. I, I'm Did not you too see so- one bite. Fudge one is too bite? soft. It's like malleable and stuff, and it gets I all know. over your hands, and it's like it's perfect. Ugh, it's and, perfect. And Lord help you if you leave it in your car and it melts everywhere. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm gonna have to disqualify that one. That was uh, not a good one. Whatever. All right. All right. What disgusting things you have on your list? Uh, disgusting. <laughs> thing. Yeah. Thank you, sir. No. Okay. I'm gonna start off with an alternate that was on there because we okay. were talking about treats and not specific yes. things, but like. Honey baked ham is awesome at Christmas. Like, okay. you ever had I was honey? only thinking it's sweet, but you're not wrong. I mean, I mean it that, is that, sweet. It though. is sweet, but it's more. And it's your, awesome. It's your, it's your entree, but I'll let it slide. And then it it's sweet. cold sandwiches for like four days later. Yes. Oh man, and I you, love honey baked too. And you're you don't right. have to cook it; it's already done. 
one. It's You're perfect. Right. You're All right, right, so in my snacks here are treats. I got uh, number five, tiger butter. You ever had tiger butter? We had know. some up here at the office. Oh, yes, the peanut butter, yeah. chocolate stuff. Yeah, yeah. so it's yeah. like fudge, yeah. but it's thin, and, uh-huh. it, and it doesn't get all over you. And yep. you can eat a whole bunch of it. And it, Lauren, why are you shaking your head? How dare you? She must not like peanut butter. If you're not a peanut butter person, you're not going to like it. How dare you? But you don't like tiger butter? That's mm. weird. Okay. Number four, puppy. But you like puppy chow. We agreed on this. Number four was... Number four? Okay, yeah. I, can, I can accept that. And so it's got powdered sugar on it, but it's not like made of powdered sugar. I, I, that's more snack than treat, I feel like. Oh, but, but you eat so much of it, and it, it's good. It's delicious. It's I'll give you that. It's in it, which is healthy. I can, li- I, can li- I can live with that on your list. That's not bad. All right, number three was peppermint bark with yeah. only dark chocolate. Yeah, which isn't peppermint bark. Number we'll two is one that my uh, mother-in-law, Kay, makes, which I always get... I eat so many of these that I get sick, but mm-hmm. uh, they're chocolate peanut patties. So you melt... Like almond bark, and then put uh, Spanish peanuts in them. Yeah. Man, I can put those away. Like I'll eat like half ten in one sitting. Like a fancy payday. I get but payday don't have chocolate in it. <laughs> I know you're right, but just the yeah. amount of nuts. I, like, guess, I guess. I guess kind of. But I mean, no. It, I mean, they're delicious. Though. Yeah. And so if if she ever decides to make some, I won't give you any because I will eat all of it. <laughs> you know. And on that note, there are some other ladies in the church that make a really good toffee, which is good, but it didn't make my list. Yeah. But the number one treat okay, of Christmas, indisputable. It's um, coffee. Just coffee? Coffee. It goes with everything. Oh, it's wonderful. That's not Christmas. It that's, is Christmas. That's 365 days. Exactly. Every day is Christmas when you got a cup of coffee oh, in your hand. Oh. I have a cup of coffee with me right now. You gave so me a hard time for fudge? <laughs> Wait, I gave you a hard time for white chocolate mocha vomit in a cup from Starbucks. That, that was like, Christmas. Your favorite Christmas ugh. treat I have twice every day for uh, 365 days a year. That I'm telling you, Christmas. it's special. It makes every day oh, special. Oh. It's 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 curling up with it and saying, you know what, today's going to be okay, buddy. It's oh. Christmas today for you. So yeah, coffee is a... And I mean, you know, Christmas morning, you have at least four or five cups of coffee because you're sitting <laughs> sitting there and have to have something to do while your kid while you're trying not to have a panic attack while your kids pile up all that wrapping paper that in your living true. room. So true. yeah, coffee wins the day. All right. all right, Carlos and Lauren though, we I mean, any anything else that we excluded from our list that you think ought to have been included on there? Toffee. Toffee is very good. good. I like toffee. I, I, I I, I'm that. late to the Heath Bar game, but <laughs> I do like Heath. I mean, they're they're really it's good. It's not too late. Yeah. I mean, Heath Bar though kind of feels like something that if you lived in the 1880s mm-hmm. would be something that you eat. But you know what? I like it. I like it. Carlos, what do you think? All Mexican food and cookies. All Mexican food and cookies. Yeah. But like the the Mexican like cookies pozole. with all the like big crystal sugar on mm-hmm. it and everything. But like pozole too. Like all pozole. The soups. That's always Christmas. Yeah. 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 Well, I'll tell you one thing that I always love at Christmas, but almost never am able to get because I forget and I'm late on is tamales. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, tamales is Christmas too. Yeah, but I it's, it's hard to get them. Like, yeah. if you don't order them before Thanksgiving, yep. you can't really get good homemade ones. All right. So let's talk then number three. We're going to uh, we're gonna go to our top three Christmas traditions. All right. And so this is getting into the heart of the matter. You know, just just the things that make or break Christmas for you that, okay. that you just love. So, Jonathan, should I go first on this one? Go for it. All right. Do we want to do all three at one one time? Or yeah, just we... rattle yourself. Okay. It's a short list. All right. So my number three is a two-parter because I'm a cheater, but uh, Christmas breakfast slash swim. Mm, so That's a good one. So we would always on Christmas... Well, we would always on Christmas morning do special breakfast. And so, you know, it, it, my brother uh, who's in town will make breakfast and he's a really good cook. And so there's always something that we look forward to. Here in the last couple of years, 
Um, we haven't done it every year yet, but I think it probably will become part of it as our kids get older. But uh, jumping in the pool on Christmas morning when it's like 40 degrees <laughs> outside, it, it's 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 thrilling. That's good. <laughs> and after you've been eating and sitting there like digesting your stocking and all that stuff, um, it's it's very reviving for mm. sure. Um, so that was my number three. Number two is fire in a fireplace because again we live in Texas and so it's never appropriate to have a fire in your fireplace because it's like ninety five degrees in December. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> so this is a funny story. You know, I thought that I could beat the system here. Like a couple of days ago, it was kind of cooler here in Austin, and so I decided I was going to put a, a a cleaning log in my fireplace and have a little bit of a fire. You know. Yeah. I open up the flue of my fireplace and light the log, and like twenty yellow jackets oh, came gosh. out of my shit. Oh, oh, and they started coming oh, into the house, oh, and they're all like drunk because they've been oh, they've been in hibernation. Yeah. And so I've got my wasp spray, and I'm oh. spraying in the fireplace and creating a big flame and all that. That's why I do a gas fireplace yeah. <laughs> right there. That's why fire only belongs in the fireplace on yes. Christmas Day, so you don't get a swarm of yellow jackets oh. in your house. All right, so that was my number two. And then number one, as we've referenced multiple times in this series, board games. Okay. Like, there is nothing better about Christmas than spending time building up a a righteous hatred towards your family, <laughs> right? In fact, in my family, one uh, of the things that they would do, and I, I have a little bit of a chip on my shoulder because we're always later to the game. Uh, we uh-huh. usually don't get there until Christmas Eve because we're here at the church doing services and stuff. But uh, we... <laughs> Whenever they would play Monopoly, they they had a dark sided board, and they got they'd get a silver sharpie and date the uh, put the date and time and description of the games mm-hmm. that they won. And so we have this Monopoly board that has on the back of it all of the dates that when, when there was defeats, and the, uh-huh. it reads like a battle history. It's it's fantastic. But I love the competitiveness and the excuse to be kind of a jerk around Christmas yeah. that board games offer. Yeah. So those are my those are my favorite Christmas. Traditions. That's a good list, and I like I like the family fun part too. Mm-hmm. For for me, I put on my top three, and actually I will say a caveat: I did not put on here, but I wanted to was the candlelight services. But I was like, that you can't say that as a pastor because that's an obvious top three. The candlelight service at ABC exactly. starting at four o'clock and six exactly. o'clock tonight. But but as a side note, I genuinely really do enjoy candlelight services yeah. even before I became a pastor. But but I'll put that aside since that would be an assumed one for me. So I put number three favorite top three Christmas traditions is watching NBA basketball way too full. Oh, so on man. Christmas Day, the NBA is to Christmas what the Cowboys is to Thanksgiving. And you just turn it on the TV and you kind of lay on the ground or the couch after you ate way too much food and you just let it ride for a while. I think my bigger problem with that is not necessarily there being an NBA game of that day. is the uh-huh. fact that they mean nothing because it's so it's early true. in the season. It's like the NBA playoffs are like four months long and all that. So whatever's playing at Christmas, they're all like, oh, this is a big deal. But it has nothing to do with how the season's going to See, I end. think that's what makes it so great, though, because you don't really have to care. but <sighs> And you can just like lay there and kind of recover from yeah. eating way too much food. But it's become like a ritual. It's like there will be NBA on the screen in the background, and I'll probably be laying down somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, number two I put was looking at lights. Now, that's looked differently each year. But uh, sometimes we don't do it literally on the day, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's, it's the day before, day after. This time we're actually going to go to Santa's Wonderland right after Christmas, like the day after. Uh, but we've always have done light trips, going around yeah. looking at lights as a family, usually mm-hmm. right there somewhere on either on Christmas Day or after as part of it. You know, um, I, I have a funny story about uh-huh. that experience for my family. One time we were out driving around looking at Christmas lights. I think I might have been eight. Uh-huh. Um, and we were driving to this really fancy neighborhood that had all these big lights. And so I had my head out the window. Mm-hmm. I was looking and my parents started driving away and I didn't put my head back in the window. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom started rolling up the automatic window and it like clipped onto my chin and oh, stuck gosh. my head in the door. 
That was that wasn't traumatic at all. <laughs> so that, 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 so that's why it's not on your list. Yeah, not, yeah. Not, no, I love not, Christmas not lights, Christmas but I don't movies. like getting my head trapped in a car window. No. Well, I like it. And then a number one I put here. I don't know if it's number one, but I do enjoy this. It's a tradition for us. It, it sometimes happens on Christmas Day or at least the next day is a trip to a movie theater to watch a, oh. a movie which there's always that Christmas movie that comes out uh-huh. like this year it's Spider-Man Spider-Man comes out I think the week before Christmas oh. and there's always that movie that's out and then we Marvel over movies. over the years usually have gone to a theater either on the day or the day after to go see some form of whatever the Christmas blockbuster was yeah because what you need is more popcorn after eating all day I know <laughs> I know I know you really don't, you really need to take a walk not just go sit somewhere yeah. but, but that's kind of what we do anyway yeah, we, it's fun and we've done we've done that sometimes Sometimes and it's it's been fun. The the I think the problem for us is sometimes it becomes a time pressure. But I mean, because like we have multiple families living in the same town, yeah. and so it's like, how are you going to devote three hours to go into the theater for? I know, which, you know. But it is it is a cool, it is a neat thing to be able to have that time with the family, especially if they all go in pajamas or yep, some business exactly. Like that. So Lauren and Carlos, what do you got? You got any uh, Christmas traditions that you feel ought to be passed on to our listeners? Uh, we do a firework war. A firework war? Just because all my cousins are around the same age. I love that. Yeah. We, oh, my gosh. We do kind of like dodgeball style where we place, like, weapons in the middle. <laughs> we, you know, so, like a few yards out. And so if you... Count down to three. You have a lighter and then grab whatever weapons you can get. If you can't hear this on the radio, Carlos is talking about a firework war where it's like Hunger Games in the middle and then they run in the middle and they pick up bottle rockets and fire them at each Lots other. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. That His is family's way more adventurous. Than I mine. know, man. Yeah, that we, that is we, awesome. I got I mean, why wait till New Year's Eve? You could just kill yeah. your family members on Christmas. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Lauren, what do you got? <clears throat> I put her on the spot. She doesn't like being put on the spot. Think about it and then we'll then we'll ask you here again in a second. So now before we finish, I do want to um, I do want to throw in this category that you were not prepared for, Jonathan. Um, and this is one that I love, love to rant on because I, I'm just a hateful person. Um, <clears throat> what are your top three least favorite Christmas songs? Oh, because all right. So I'll give you a little bit of a moment to think about that because I was talking with my daughter Kate the other day, and I, and then we we just had a really great music performance here at the church, mm-hmm. and I threw out there. Hey, why don't we next year do an hour and a half of me sitting on the stage complaining about Christmas music that I don't like? Mm-hmm. My my daughter Kate responded, "Daddy, that's awful." <laughs> <laughs> but so okay, that mean I I am very opinionated about this. So I'm going to start this off with Mariah Carey. Mm. The uh, "All I Want for Christmas Is You" might be one of the worst songs ever written. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah, and it's just like, ugh, shut. Up. I don't care. <laughs> what is the matter with you? All right, so that that's that's number three. Number two, um, I believe this is written either by John Lennon or I know uh, by the Beatles, but it was that simply having a wonderful Christmas time. It's a stupid song, and it doesn't mean anything, and it's just saying the word Christmas mm-hmm. over and over and yeah. over again, and so it's terrible. And people who like it are terrible too. So there you go. I'm throwing that out there. And then my number one least favorite Christmas song is Santa Baby. 
Oh, that was going to be on my list. That was on there too. I agree. It just makes me uncomfortable. It just creeps you out a little bit. I don't yeah. want to think about someone making out with Santa Claus. No, like, there's just something wrong with that. No, it's like, weird. I agree. And it's like, it, it, I, mean, I might say as a caveat, also kind of connecting back to your uh, elf movie, uh-huh. the um, the Baby It's Cold Outside song. <laughs> a little creepy. It is creepy. A little okay. creepy. That, why, won't that, why won't that guy let him let the woman leave? But like, it's because so, <laughs> he's so smooth on his on his vocals, though. And, I guess and, it, it just. And it, did he slip? Think for a quaalude, it. I mean, it, it's uh, this is like, what's in this drink? And I'm getting uh, yeah. anyway. So, I think, friends, it is a good bet to try to stay away from Christmas songs that are um, devoid of anything of the meaning of the Christmas season, and also that are, I guess, cr- talking about creepy relationships or inappropriate relationships. I mean, the best Christmas song ever is "Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer." So I mean, there. I mean, there. There's nothing more horrible than that. But okay, so Jonathan, that's that's my right. top least three. What what do you got? Well, I did put it on there. I just jotted down real quick. I did have Santa Baby, so that one's redundant. But we are on the same page with that. Mm-hmm. The other two I put on there. The the Twelve Days of Christmas <laughs> drives me nuts. That would be my number two. I hate that. That's because you have kids I, in the house. I hate it. I hate it. It's the song that never ends. It goes yeah. on forever. There's nothing cute about it. It's it's the <laughs> worst it's the worst song i don't like productions that do it i don't like kids that sing it i don't like that song at all so i put that i put that as number two only to be bypassed by is the worst christmas song of all time is that stupid chipmunk song i don't i don't even know i don't even know what it's called because i've tried to erase it from my memory it's pretty kitschy but yes there's a christmasy chipmunk song that that is always played this time of year especially around children type things and it drives me nuts so that's probably the worst um but yeah i would say those are my three santa baby for being creepy 12 days of christmas for being, <laughs> for being really creepy. uh annoying and then chipmunk song just for being too high-pitched well, those well, are three worse <laughs> yeah those well worse. you know like the 12 days of christmas and maybe think about that office episode where andy decides to try to give all the 12 days of christmas to the girl he likes and it's like all these birds that are attacking her and yes. stuff it is kind of psychopathic to think that somebody over that amount of time would give it yes well um and so lauren and carlos anything y'all want to pitch in on either of those two lists that we yeah, feel like we Last Christmas. Oh, that is a terrible song. It's, it's like, song. is that like Wham or something like yeah. that? Or, oh, yeah. gosh. 80s Nobody cares dead. about your love life. <laughs> Nobody cares about your love life. Lauren, any, any thoughts on that? I think we've made her sad because I dissed Mariah Carey. She's just, she's furious over here. All right. Well, so Jonathan, before we sign off for the year of 2021, anything that you want to impart to our listeners as they get prepared for Christmas? Well, it's tomorrow, so I hope you're already prepared if you're listening to this the day it came on. But but I hope you have a Merry Christmas. It's been a fun year. This has been a new venture for us here on this. So thank you for listening to us whenever and however you jumped on there. Uh, we're grateful to have you. I hope you'll stick around. We've got good things coming up in the new year. Mm-hmm. So hope you enjoy tomorrow. Build your own traditions and then circle mm-hmm. back with us in 2022. Yep. And I mean, as far as things that are coming up, we do want to let you know that coming up in January, we're going to take a little bit of a turn on this on this podcast and we're going to do a series called Friends in the City. I don't know if that's going to be the title of it, but that's the one that I thought of just now. Uh, but what we're going to be doing is interviewing folks who are uh, involved in different interesting ministries in the community um, and who have a lot of different impacts in a lot of cool areas. We're not going to tell you who they are yet because we want you to, to you know, wait wait on pins and needles for it. But we do hope that the, the Citizen ATX podcast is a helpful resource for you, that um, as, as you have questions about faith, about life, um, and, and also just if you're trying to help start conversations with people about why they hate Mariah Carey and why uh, 
white peppermint mochas are the worst <laughs> Christmas treat ever. We hope that these are good conversation starters for you. So as, we, as we're signing off from Lauren Ortiz, Carlos Jordan, Jonathan Spencer, and myself, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and we will talk at you later. <laughs>